Hey, you! Listen to this podcast right now! Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Like movies, music, television, and more? Oh my god. Well, you've come to the right place. Subscribe to Journey Into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophy, hosted by me, Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophy. That sounds so awesome. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? Huh? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Say the neon lights are bright on Broadway. They say there's always magic in the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Foodies Watching Movies. This is Season 2, Episode 8. Today, it is a festive time of year. It's a brunch season, if you will. We are talking about a whole modicum of things, Star Wars and other things. But today, joining me, as always, the co-founder of Foodies Watching Movies, Veronica. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. And, uh, of course, as always, we're joined by the always awesome and fun to have ap welcome back hey it's good to be back finally back in the nate studio yeah we've uh been doing things all over the place in the podcasting world i feel like i'm like a touring podcaster at this point because i just <laughs> travel so you much a podcasting it. van yes oh my god that would be amazing just in the van is the studio sounds borderline creepy but i think it could work get in the van we're gonna make a podcast yeah <laughs> hey man you want to do a podcast in my van <laughs> it's my pod van <laughs> to the pod van 
my god oh that's i'm gonna design <laughs> that these wheels turning oh man i'm doing something for something i'm making something with that that's great uh today we've got a lot of different awesome things to talk about it's a very like i said uh, holiday e time of year it's leading up to christmas this is our go home episode next time people will hear us will be after christmas mm-hmm. and right before the new year actually it will be right after the new year as well so this is our last episode of 2017 2017 so, say la vie 2017. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. I'm ready to move on. Outside of entertainment, definitely fine with everything else 2017 going away. Yeah, yeah. entertainment was great, but there, well, I guess there was also things in the entertainment industry, though. Yeah. Not so great, so I guess Yeah, this has been an interesting year for the entertainment industry. I read something funny uh, on Facebook today, just scrolling, about how Tom Hanks is probably going to be getting a lot of... Uh, jobs coming up in the new year maybe like the only one left yeah that's one thing i don't know how like the coming out war shows are, they're not gonna be able to joke about that that's not okay so i don't know what they're gonna say anything about it and just be like very awkward i don't know well i think you can make fun of the person being scummy and, snl's certainly been doing a good job correct. about it and just like making the character the characterization of a person is a way is, is a great way to bring light to the people that are really like that so i do want to shout out to snl because they've been on point this season i think yeah. the last I think last was, two seasons have been really funny yeah, i think they said this season is the highest rated next to last season which yeah all last the season was great really knocked it out of the park I'm yeah. I'm really into SNL this year. Yeah, they've did, they've done a great job. They have a great cast. Yeah. They also so. have the first black head writer in series history with Michael Che. He's mm. the head writer. Well, he's co-head writer. He's one of like four head writers that they have. Wow, that's cool. But in SNL's long history, they've never had a black head writer. Che's jokes always land with me on the Weekend Update. He's um he's a very funny person. I loved his stand up. He's hilarious. I'm obsessed with Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Like everybody else. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's hilarious. Yeah, she does a great Hillary. It's terrifying how <laughs> real it is. I just love all of her different lesbian characters because it's just so funny and on point. <laughs> I liked uh, her um, when she was Jeff Sessions. I liked her Jeff Sessions. Oh, when oh he was, my uh, God. When he was, when he was like a possum or something. I loved something. when he was Forrest Gump. <laughs> I forgot about that one too. That yeah, Kate McKinnon's the shit. She's super funny. Uh, so we should talk about what we had for food today. Yeah, we, we had a nice little uh, Christmassy brunch. Do you want to dish on that? Okay, yeah. So we decided that we wanted to have brunch today. It's a, a cold winter morning and whatever. So AP brought over some mimosa fixins, mm-hmm. which they were delicious. I'm still sipping on mine. And uh, we had to get the orange juice with the pulp, of course. Oh, I, I love that when I was like... Do you like pulp? I always like some pulp. You put some a Pulp Fiction picture up on our Facebook. It was, uh, oh, yeah. it was Travolta, right? Yeah. yeah. AP sent a message to our group. What kind of orange juice do you want? Pulp or no pulp? No pulp. And I'm just like, oh, well, of course we need all the pulp. Oh, yeah. And then I sent a little John Travolta gif. And then we went to the <laughs> store this morning and bought more orange juice with even more pulp. Yeah, we got the high pulp. Oh, man. High pulp. Yeah. yeah. The Simply Orange. I'm excited about that. So anyway, yeah, so we uh, had mimosas for breakfast while we were cooking. Uh, Nate was making magnificent French toast. We used cottage bread and put cinnamon and vanilla in the mixture, and uh, it turned out perfect. I really loved it. And then I also made... Also almond milk. Oh, yeah, and we put almond milk in it, you know. And then um, we we burnt... Nate burnt the bacon. We had some thick-cut bacon that turned into the, the return of the bacon sludge. Yeah. 
put it on some Nutel- that Nutella spread that you made. Yeah, that was I amazing. made. Okay, so this uh, this fruit frosting that I made today is just like a brick of cream cheese mixed with um, a teaspoon of vanilla, like a half a cup of confectioner's sugar, and then a couple uh, tablespoons of Nutella. So it was like super light and fluffy and you can spread it like frosting. And that's what I did. We made little sandwiches out of it and I cut up some fresh raspberries and some strawberries and then we covered it in fucking maple syrup and it was spectacular. I'm super pleased with our our brunch endeavor. We have amazing pictures, by the way. I don't know if you peeped those yet. Oh yeah, I looked uh, at them. We'll post them on our Instagram later today. Yeah. So you can see what our brunch looked like the before we ate it. Brunch. We had never done a brunch. We have not. No, we used to stick to like lunch and dinners typically. Or but pizza. I'm s- or pizza, yeah. I think pizza's been like well, we four had pizza of last our eight night. episodes this season. Yeah. Really? Is it that? Is that high a number? It's at least three. Well, it's my favorite. At least three. Wow, I didn't realize it was that even that many this season. It was our, I think it was our... Return episode, welcome back. Uh-huh. Because we did uh, pizza as the like we did with the first episode of the first season. And then when did we do it again, even? I think we did it, like, two episodes later. I don't know. Did we do, like, the first, the first uh, Lauren episode? Didn't we have pizza? That was the first episode. Oh, yeah. She's, st- she's been on since I feel since like we've done it more than one. once, though. I don't know. Yeah, because the first episode, Lauren came on as a guest. That's right. And then we loved having her on so much. We just were like, hey, you need to be a co-host. She's, she's like, okay. We should mention Lauren <laughs> is yeah, not Lauren's here today. Yeah, Lauren's sick today. She couldn't make it today. Shout out to Lauren. We miss yes. you. Feel better. <laughs> we'll bring you a mimosa. Do you yeah, want a mimosa? That, I don't know if the mimosa would help her. <laughs> or make it worse. Orange Maybe juice. a hot toddy. Hot toddy. Yeah. Ooh. That sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, brunch is great, and I love uh, <laughs> making French toast. You gave me some cool tips today. I make French toast differently. I usually just like use egg, pepper, oh and God. salt, and just kind of pepper. Like, yeah, a little bit. You put pepper in your French toast? Uh, just a tiny bit, and then when you put the cinnamon on it, and they mix, it's like you a put sweet heat. Pepper on your French toast? Just a pinch, yeah. Nate, I just <laughs> realized Justice League's brunch reference. Do you remember that with the Flash? I don't. When he's like, you don't have friends and you guys go get like brunch or, <laughs> do you remember that? I was yes, like, yes, yes. So uh, Loser has to have brunch? <laughs> you know, I didn't hate Ezra Miller in that movie as much as I thought I was going to. In Justice League. I wanted to not like him because mm-hmm. I'm like, Grant Gustin Nobody is can my... beat Grant Gustin. But he's I was like, the Flash for me for all time. For accepting, I can accept him as a Flash. He's mm-hmm. not, it's not my yeah. Flash, but yeah. he's. Yeah, he's not my Flash. But he's a flash. <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, we had a delicious, beautiful brunch. Yeah, very full. The fruit was tasty and on sale. <laughs> That's the best part about it. Also, yeah. the most interestingly shaped strawberries I've ever seen. Yeah, they were weird. Almost grape They were like elongated, like, like oblong. Yeah. And I actually like cut them like into they were good for cutting, slices. Though. Yeah, it was weird. It worked weird. really nice. It was a really great spread. Yeah, it was, it was really good. This was a very delicious, different food for us. Uh, not we very should do heavy. breakfast and brunch more often. I yeah. think that's where where it's at. Yeah, I agree with that. I wanted to try did your. Do, did we do eggs at one point on a show? But it was like as a part of a. Oh, you did the uh, during did... the Chopped Club. That was episode three. Was Chopped Club? That's right. Yeah, I just I don't know why. I yeah, we should do another like brunch that. episode or like a strict breakfast or something. Sure, I can't wait for an episode where Nate doesn't cook. 
Well, you're should, the one who keeps volunteering. What we should do, well, you, next time I'm maybe next time I'm not volunteering. Maybe maybe in uh, season three we can have a an episode in my neck of the woods and we can. Yes, I would love that. We could do that yeah. even in season two. We've got time. Yeah, lots of episodes to go. Yeah, definitely. I think we're looking at a 24 episode season. Really? Oh, yeah, awesome. And yeah, we'll, we'll only take to... like a month off and then come right back to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll definitely have to come up to my neck of the woods. Well, we'll, we'll, well need we those gotta... episodes based on how much shit we've already been watching. Like, well, we've seen, like, what, three movies in the past couple? Six days I've seen two movies in the theaters, but I saw one twice. Yeah, we... So. Yeah, do you want to just jump into what we're talking about today? Well... Speaking of what we've we're, seen? We're gonna talk Star Wars eventually, because it's Star Wars week on the network, everybody. I feel like every show is gonna discuss Star Wars in some yes. form or yeah. fashion. It's Star... Well, it is the season. It's Star a- Wars Day. Actually, I, I want to take that back, because... Po- uh, podcastrophe was pre-recorded before Last Jedi came out, so that episode is not going to be Star, uh, Wars Star Wars related. But the next episode, his episode seventeen, I'm sure will. So he'll just be a little out of sync yeah. with the network. But for the most part, it'll be all all I do Star have to Wars. Say, I'm kind of circling back, but if we go, if we save our money when we go to my neck of the woods, we can go see a movie at the 4DX theater by me. What is 4DX? It's a total immersion, like sight, sound, smells, like. If there's weird, if there's like fire, you can smell smoke in the theater. If there, it's raining, you can feel water on your face. Like there's misting and stuff. It's very that immersive. sounds dope. Uh, if it'd be the right movie, but well, well, you're paying for the. It's like, do they have Star Wars in 4DX? Probably. Holy oh, shit. shit! It's only like, it's ex- it's a little like more expensive. It's like probably ten dollars more than like the average movie ticket. So it's like twenty six bucks. Yeah. But still, for Damn. what you're getting, for if you found the right movie, oh, like full. Infinity War or something, would be. Oh my god, we have to plan that. We gotta plan. Oh my that. gosh, that'll be our. Um, I don't know where the calendar is. I'm panicking. I cannot. I can't. I'm just. I'm gonna. I'll look. Look. You're later. locked in. I'm like locked in. Episode fifteen. Or I'm something. stuck. But somewhere around there, maybe we can do that. The Infinity War weekend, we can do a wrap up at your neck of the woods and see it in four DX. Yeah. You said, it's, "Wow, it's, it's a lot of." things to say of, yeah i was like the future it's at this uh, theater in gurney which is like 20 minutes from my place oh wow not bad you live north oh, i'm like man. i'm You're up near up wisconsin there. yeah no it's like less than an hour to milwaukee true north me. then why the hell didn't you come to our show oh <laughs> <laughs> damn we played a Struck. show in milwaukee <laughs> but... she just busted you out That's i want to see out. i think i might see your beat house show <laughs> <laughs> We're, yeah, we're playing a show at the Beat Kitchen. Oh, Beat Kitchen. In Chicago <laughs> on the 10th of January. The Beat House. Oh, man. That might be the episode oh, title. May- maybe we should, uh, for our sound check at that show, play Beat on the Brat. Oh, yeah. I like that. would be fun. Okay, I like that. I'm, we're already, wheels are turning. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get back that's to a, that. That's a different topic. Uh, anyway. Well, I was going to, before we got really deep into food or into the movie side of thing. I wanted to try to bring a segment back that Sort of Live used to do. That was Brando's first spinoff show. Went a couple episodes. I think it went like nine episodes or something. Uh, but they would always try something new on the show that they've never had before and experience it together and then discuss. I have brought today for us a Hershey's Gold Peanuts and Pretzels bar with caramelized cream. So I'm going to open this thing <laughs> this sounds up. Sounds interesting. And I'll start sharing it with you guys. It's already broke up gold. into three pieces. So it's oh. gold chocolate. Yes. It looks interesting. I okay. don't like peanuts. That looks like a... 
Um, wow, it breaks perfectly. This is fuck. This is nuts. Kind of like a bark, like a like a peanut bark. Sure. So. Well, it has like pretzels in it, and. There's shit. one for you. Okay. All right. So, um, V's gonna take a picture first, and then we'll uh, get into actually eating it and try it. We'll we'll do it together. It smells then. good. Definitely smells good. I like peanut butter. How's it looking in the photography? Uh, lame, this but This is whatever. live Instagram. We'll figure it out later. I'll whatever. take one. Okay, you ready? Uh, yeah, cheers. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, hot damn. In the words of you. I like the pretzel. It's just enough. Mm-hmm. It's subtle. It's a little bit of salty. It's a lot of sweet in a good way. Very well balanced. Mm. This is... Fucking incredible. That might be my favorite non-traditional Hershey's chocolate. I have never had anything like this before in my life. Here, there's more. Holy shit. Here. I think, it's, I think, uh, yeah, I think he's to gonna me. buy a bar of it on our way it home. To me. Wow, way to go, Hershey's. I'm glad I picked this up. Yeah, it's really good. It's stellar. It's what are like your salty and peanut buttery, but like it's nothing is like overpowering it. It's like perfectly balanced and it's got that crunch from the pretzel. I and the peanut, peanut butter pie. I fucking dig it. I really was pie. not anticipating liking this at all, and I didn't want to try it, but I did. This would make the greatest blizzard. Oh, my <gasps> God, Nathaniel. <laughs> Can you make our own? You know what it tastes like? It tastes like Heath Bars. Like a Heath Bar made love to a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. Bring, without the chocolate. I'm going to bring my ice cream maker it's here. It's fucking amazing. I'm going to do it. We have an ice cream maker. We're, we're going to make a blizzard. Oh, my God. Why aren't we doing that? We'll do that for feature week. Okay, great. Mm. Mm-hmm. Handled. Are these like a limited edition? Or are they going to be out? We're you know, oh, them? Shit. Yeah. I don't know. Because um, these are really good. Salt. It says sweet meets salty, creamy meets crunchy. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, that's it doesn't a perfectly say any, accurate description. It doesn't say anything about whether or not it's limited edition. But I would think. But would. I would guess probably... At least a short run into the Well, that's a interest. question for Google then, because I need to know. <laughs> we will uh, we'll try to go to maybe like uh, Walgreens or something and stock up on these. These are phenomenal, folks. If you have not, go try the Hershey's Gold. It's uh, maybe the best candy bar. It's yeah. six thumbs up, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, six thumbs up because there's th- three of us and we have it's both extra. two thumbs. It's it is extra, so extra. Man. It's got some. Oh my god, it's so good. These would be amazing for like a cupcake garnish. Yes, oh, I was thinking like a, like a pie. Like mm-hmm. I like it tastes like a peanut butter pie to me a little bit. What if you made a peanut butter pie and then just like crumbled these this on shit top. on top? Yeah, or like maybe with like some whipped cream. Just layer the top layer just with that. It might yes. be a little much, but I think I could d- dig it. Okay, definitely a blizzard though. It would definitely be, it would also a blizzard be for good for fondue. <laughs> you know. Just like dip that in, yeah. Fondue. Just a piece of it, just like a more of it. The in possibilities itself. are endless, my it's friend. Inception. That is Inception. That's crazy. Those were fantabulastic. Yeah, I'm we've still been hit or miss with it. our tasting. This was awesome. This oh was my like God, it's so good. There were there were no flaws in the things we've eaten today. I know we we did it. We finally did it, guys. Except the fact that you burnt the bacon. But I love it. Still I love that bacon. Good. But well, I'm, a, I'm a crunchy bacon fan. I do like crunchy bacon, and I didn't mean to burn it, but I w- didn't realize I was in charge of the bacon because you put it in, and then you asked me to look at it the one time. No, I asked you like three times to check on it. I don't like <laughs> floppy bacon. That's not my... Like, Ew. Flop, Thank like, you. Yeah. Just like flip flops around, or it's, and it's real It looks thin. like turkey bacon at that no, point. No, I like it's perfectly like done bacon. Oh, 
Which is I like my bacon to be color. in between the two we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, AP, you had a segment today you wanted to do. Do you want to get into yeah. that? So one thing that I've talked about for a while that I always like, and I actually said this to when I came over, that I would probably pay like $5 to sit in a theater and watch like all the current trailers. Like there's an hour in the theater just watching all the trailers. Because sometimes the trailer is so much better than the movie that actually it's about. You're like, I would hate this movie, but this trailer makes me think I'm going to love it. Right. You know what? Part of going to the movies that I never used to like was the trailers. But as I've gotten older, I've come to really anticipate seeing the trailers before a movie, you know. And we were really excited to see what kind of trailers we were going to see um, during The Last Jedi. Right. You know, and there were some really good trailers. It's also really interesting that, like, sometimes they'll put it because usually, at least in my experience when I go see movies, that usually the trailers are of a similar theme to what the movie is or a similar genre. But sometimes there's some like those left field trailers. Mm-hmm. Like the I know um, at least Nate and I saw it before the the miracle or the perfect miracle oh, season. Oh, the three. Yeah, V saw that one too. Uh, that was for the AMC viewings, right? And it did not belong before my Star Wars. I mean, Wars. it was it was a feel good sports movie. Mm-hmm. That it's like what you're gonna watch in your high school health class when your teacher's absent. Yeah, and then they also had that first wolf movie that didn't really belong before my yeah. Star Wars. Like, I understand like you're getting a large audience for these movies, or so like throw something that might not get a lot of traction otherwise. Maybe someone or some kid, because everyone over a lot of demographics are seeing the Last Jedi, so they have a good group to show like a random trailer to. Absolutely, that was the random one for me. Yeah, that one I could have done without seeing. You know, it kind of picked up, though. Got to see the, um, we've talked about it a little bit, but the Jurassic Park trailer was cool. Yeah, the Fallen Kingdom. Kinda. I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not really, like, super amped about this new one. It looks like, you like the movie is the trailer. Did you like, I'm obsessed did you like Jurassic with, World? I'm obsessed with Jurassic Park. Like, I love the franchise. I I really liked the, the last one that came out. I loved Chris Pratt. Did you like all of the ones? Like, did you like two and three of, like, the original run? Well, I was I'm a big fucking nerd, so of course I did. I mean, the third one was shit. It was a horrible movie, but I still watched Vince it. Vaughn. And we still we still own it, yeah. <laughs> you I'm, know. My kid is obsessed with Jurassic Park. Like my he watched it somewhere and is now like super obsessed with it and is loves dinosaurs. Yeah, one thing I can't figure out is the the time lapse between in the trailer it looks like decades have passed, but I think it's only been a few years, but how fast the they're showing like going back to the island, so how much of it's been like taken over by like nature. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's only been like a few years. It can't be like, that. Maybe three at most. Yeah, like I can't. I don't know. Uh, and just Chris Pratt with a mustache. I'm like, okay, Chris Pratt, what are you doing? <laughs> I love Chris Pratt. Yeah, being Star Lord as Star Lord can be. He's yeah. He's enjo- he's enjoying movies these days because he's in most of them. He gets mm-hmm. to. Uh, I'm cool with it. He gets to be a part of something special. Another trailer that we saw that was awesome. We'll just get into it. We talked about it a little bit. You and I did, but the age or the uh, see, I did it again. Age of in- <laughs> the Infinity War Avengers trailer. Yeah, and yes. it was super jacked about seeing this in the theater, like the Infinity War. Trailer. Well, I feel like being a Spider-Man fan, you probably really loved the Spider-Man stuff that was in that trailer. I yes, did. I loved it the look. So good. I love that kid. I love that they they did an interesting way to do the sense in this. Yes, well, and it's cool because he, you know, he like the goosebumps happen, so he has a, the feeling the of something sense. makes you think of when you get goosebumps and you get that like overwhelming like, sense within your gut, so you immediately can kind of understand what he's feeling internally. But then 
mentally he just locks on to the problem. Like mm-hmm. immediately he knows where to look. Yeah. So uh, uh, Kevin, I can't wait for this movie. I think it's going to be great. Kevin Feige just came out and said the first five minutes he's going to do brutal stuff to the MCU. <sighs> And we were talking about our predictions about that because we just watched Thor Ragnarok in theaters. Yeah. We so finally got around to seeing guys, it. So you guys saw Infinity War trailer without seeing Thor Ragnarok. So you had probably questions about the whole eye patch, short yeah. hair, all and that. And then we finally got to see Thor in theaters. On, um, we both really liked it. We thought it was really great. We, great. we did a little mini episode about that, didn't we? Yeah, it's going to come out on Patreon sometime in the next week or so. Um, but we're going to release it as like a foodie special. Yeah. That you and I did about Thor Ragnarok. We did a really nice thirty-some minute inter or, or review of the movie. That's, that really tacks on that. I think I did like a quick five minutes on a field report. I did a few episodes. Maybe back. we can add that yeah, to the I end remember. of it as you like could. an extra. I'll go back and clip it in. Yeah, yeah, Not even more idea. exclusive content for our patrons. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, that's the way to do it. One buck gets you early access. Three bucks gets you that exclusive content. Patreon.com backslash Journey into Comics. Back to the episode. Uh, <laughs> We're talking about predictions in Infinity War. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen. I feel like Tony Stark probably not making it out of this movie. Or Cap. One of the two has to go. I feel like it's going to be Cap. One or two, if not both. If, I think both is, is a little overdramatic. Because, like, you're... Well, I you're, feel like we... I'll say this. I think we might see their death, but I don't know if the death will stick, is how I say it. I think both will die. Maybe only one will stick. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think there are going to be a lot of death scenes, or seemingly death scenes my prediction is that it's gonna open with like thor in space being boarded by thanos and then thanos just annihilating all of the asgardians and then that's gonna be it and then then he gets like picked up by the guardians of the galaxy or something you know yeah because well if you if you tie in all the different footage we've seen because there was a little bit of the footage that was seen at uh san diego comic-con that leaked where thor's body is floating dead in space he hits the Guardian ship, the Milano, and then boards. So my thing is, like you said, Thanos boards the ship. Loki's like, here, here's the Tesseract. I, I've succumbed mm-hmm. to your will. I've done what you asked. Now I do not owe a debt to Thanos. Don't mm-hmm. forget me in the future. You know? This is all conjecture, right. by right. the way. Well, correct. One of the I was thinking about, at least thinking about back to the run, like if he wouldn't have, because you know he when he saw the Tesseract, when he was walking through the room, if you wouldn't have grabbed it, would it have just ceased to exist or would it have just gotten lost somewhere in space during the whole... Because Asgard was destroyed at the yeah. end of Thor Ragnarok. Spoilers. Would it have just been thrown into some far-reaching part of the galaxy? That's or? actually a great question, but he definitely grabbed it. Yeah, you know he did. Because, of course. He, otherwise, he wouldn't have, they wouldn't have uh, done the two seconds of him going, the, hey. Hey, I, uh, him checking it out, like, oh, shit, there you are. But I think once we'll Thanos that. gets the Tesseract from Loki, mm-hmm. he will blow up that ship. You will see the Asgardians die. Thor and Hulk will be exploded into space. Thor with the Guardians. Hulk in the Sanctum Sanctorum. I don't know how we... Well, I guess it depends on where they were at the time. Well, because they're trying to go to Earth. Right, so they so, were... That's probably he just got this head start. And that's probably why in the trailer they had Benedict Wong and uh, Tony and all them just showing at the Sanctorum with Bruce Banner just untransformed in a giant crater in the middle of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, he's picking up steam. I also love Doctor Space. Strange. I love Doctor Strange. Man, Benedict come- Cumberbatch is like just so perfectly cast in that movie, don't you think? Absolutely. I love him, and we need to finish watching Sherlock. Damn it! Yes, we will. We will. Okay. I promise. Yeah. I promise we will. Um, yeah. Back to trailers. We had some more on the list. Yeah. What do you want to uh, go down to next? 
Ready Player One. Oh. oh man, this looks heavy. This is one of those movies that surprised me because I didn't I didn't read the book to be honest. The book was great, and um, I hadn't searched out the trailer. So seeing it for the first time in theaters was like holy shit. I did not there's know a, what to expect. Like, there's a DeLorean. What the hell was going on? Yeah, Christine Stephen uh, King's Christine was in there. Yeah. Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah it's and once, up. Like, and then like it doesn't look like a Steven Spielberg. Film. Also, like Steven Spielberg made this movie. Yeah, it's like very, very futuristic. I thought it was like going to be District Nine Two or something. Yeah, it looked like that dystopian opening, and man, this movie looks crazy. I'm excited to see it. But well, and I, know I feel like it's going to be really sad. They got real. It's, it's or it's just going to be too actiony. It's not. People who have read the book will not be spoiled by this movie. Is how they said it. Like they're going to go in a similar but different direction. So you're not going to know how it's going to actually end. Oh, that's so it's actually one of those, like nice. you know when you see an adaptation, like oh, I know exactly how this will end, more or less. This one's going to be like. It could be entirely different, but it's going to follow the same major points. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That that's exciting. I'm ready. I'm ready to see Ready Player One. I love the concept that it's uh, there's an Easter egg somewhere in the VR game, and if you can find it, then you get like what is like a trillion dollars or you, something. Yeah, you get half a trillion dollars, and you get to basically take over. you own the internet. You own the same, Oasis, which the is Oasis essentially is the internet now, because that's all that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a literal land of VR, which is a really cool, interesting concept. It doesn't. Yeah, and we've had the opportunity to play like VR games before recently, yes. and it's really interesting how immersive it can feel. You know, I can't. I think I played a game called like Robo Kill or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? I re- I remember watching you play that. You, you were too. like a robot Terminator dude, and you had to just shoot like other things. It was crazy. But it watching was you do it was so fucking funny, and I took a little video of it. Yeah, because I was, was like breathing really heavy and stuff because I was getting into, into it. Like it was weird, you know, you're in VR and you're like looking left and right and sure, you're peripheral and that's okay, whatever, you could fake your peripheral. But then you look straight up and it feels like you're looking into the sun and I'm just like, how do you replicate? Like, that's amazing that you can replicate right. that at all. Yeah, the one, the one that I did was really creepy. It was like a face your fear one where I was like taken up into an elevator it was, and then uh, the elevator doors open, and I was on top of the roof of like the Chrysler building in some like weird cityscape. And uh, there was a giant like alien invasion attack, and like the the city is crumbling, and like the alien grabs you at one point, and you're like being flown around in the air, and you're like super super high. It's like face your fear of heights. Oh yeah. And it was fucking horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I <did. laughs> and I will never do it again. The creepiest. I did a really creepy one. Like it was kind of like a a hot like an asylum type place. You're stubbing, you're strapped in a chair. Heart's War. Or Heart, um, Wilson's Heart. Might That's the been. one Sarah played. Yes. That was it's really like creepy to watch. No, I did a different oh, one. Oh. This one, like, you're being pushed in this wheelchair down a hallway, and there's stuff happening in the rooms you're going past. There's, like, a guy behind you, and you look back, and it almost looks like the pyramid head for a second. Whoa. Uh. And, like, they, it just gets really trippy, and you feel like, and then, like, he puts you towards the edge of the stairs, and, like, you feel like you're going to fall down, and then, like, you feel like you're falling down the stairs. It's... It's so messed up, and it really almost gives you like vertigo. It really messes with all your senses. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because you feel where you are when you're in the headset, but you also feel where you are in the VR. It's, it's unnerving. Yeah, when you go, like I think people who do it for a long period of time can get sick. I wouldn't doubt that. Oh, is, is there a cat trying to do something over there? No, the book fell off the arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh no, cats always ruining our podcasts. Uh, is downsizing on our list of trailers? Did we write that? No, but I would like to talk about that. Man. That movie looks really interesting. I was uh, taken aback by that trailer. That was weird. Honey, I shrunk the kids for adults. Basically. And it looks like, 
I like the idea behind it. It's an interesting story because it's the whole dealing with overpopulation and food shortages is like, oh, if everyone was this size, we'd have enough food forever. So what is this movie re- like? What is this movie about? What is the synopsis of that movie? So it looks like... Based off the trailer. Yeah, so basically, someone came up with technology to shrink people to like a tenth of their size, maybe. They could make them ba- essentially the size of maybe like an action figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I'm, play the I'm actually not. It's not. There's no audio. I've just got it on in the background, so you guys can kind of visualize. So Kristen it. Wiig is in this movie. Yeah, Chris Wiig is I love Kristen Wiig. Matt Damon had a weird cameo in uh, something. Thor Ragnarok. Yes, it was Thor him. Ragnarok. He played Loki, didn't he? Yeah. In oh the yeah, in the play. theater. But the point of this movie is <clears> that they they have a problem. Every you know, Earth is overpopulating. It's real. How do you solve over overpopulation? You make people tiny. And the deal is, is that whatever money you had in the normal world is, is like triplicate when you go small. So your average everyday middle classer becomes like the lavish rich for choosing to downsize. But the only thing is, once you've gone down, you can't go back up. That's so fucked up. What a but, weird idea for yeah, a movie. And I mean, look how lavish it looks. Like yeah. The, the yeah. land built is just like gorgeous because it's miniature. Yeah, they, they talked about how, like, the amount of money you have in this is worth this much in their dollars. So that's the incentive Sorry. for wanting to downsize. So, like, they had, like, $100,000 is, like, their, their, like, savings or whatever, and it's worth, like, millions and millions of dollars in mini money. In mini money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's awesome because you see, like, a whole train car full of people next to you as a person. And it's, like, it's a great concept. Uh... My favorite thing they show is like because Matt Damon's talking about how you know everything's pretty normal for a long time, and then something weird happens to remind I like you. This part. Yeah, he's like, oh God, "Is my junk still there?" <laughs> no. Same size. They, well, to him, it's proportionally the same size. So they do um, end up getting downsized. Yeah, and he looks lavish and. Damn, I honestly I can't wait to see this movie. It I don't want so weird. I just. Kind of tells you already that it's not going to work out, but I think it sucks that they spoiled that in the trailer. Yeah. Did you know what I just noticed is that the moving truck was their keepsake box, and they were taking, they had movers that were moving her giant wedding ring into uh-huh. their house. I hadn't noticed that before. Yeah. It's just awesome. I mean, the concept is awesome. I would, some of that stuff, like, like, right now they're, like they're on a boat in the actual ocean. It looks terrifying. Oh, yeah. But, and then, like, this. Oh. This is my favorite scene. Oh, the absolute it's vodka just, and that's a, uh, bottle. Probably a, it's just like a normal like little fifth, probably. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited about this movie. It looks super weird and quirky. Christmas movie. <laughs> this year? Wait, it come, when Christmas is it coming out? Year. Wow. Oh, shit. We'll have to go like see that. So. Maybe we can see that as one of our other Christmas things we do. Yeah, maybe. That's cool. I like be that. Down. Should we talk about that random movie that we weren't even talking about that all of a sudden started playing randomly? Oh, uh, um, game, uh, night? game night, yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah, game night with Jason Bateman. I'm gonna right? pull that up while you guys are starting to like, discuss it. it. We're like, we weren't all paying attention. I was like, what is this movie? And they're like, oh, it's maybe a Clue remake, and then it's not at all what this yeah, is. Yeah, the trailer was intense. I don't know about the trailer; it was yeah, weird. I was like, but it, never saw. I'm excited about, about that movie, movie too. I mean, the last thing I heard Jason Bateman was in was that Ozark Netflix show, which looks really good. We didn't watch that yet. He's been in some really weird movies. I like some dark gift. shit. I liked him in Juno. I thought he was such a scumbag. It seems like this movie is everybody thinks that things are a game and some of the things are real and some of the things are fake. So like you might be in a situation where you're really handed a gun 
that could really shoot somebody. Like you see here. But I, I don't know what the premise of this movie is. It's just like a, like they're a, having like a middle aged fam like family game night. A grown like up a game couples. night. Couples game night. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. part of the game is this that's coming, is the is getting through all these tests. Oh, okay. So people are breaking into this house. So they think it's funny. They're just laughing at him. But is like, he like really getting kidnapped? Yes. So it's not really part of the game? It is part of the game though. I oh. think they all know I think but the people they don't know what these situations are coming. I think that's part of the plot. They're just living out the experience and there's Matt Damon again looking. That's not Matt Damon. Yeah. That's the guy from Fargo. Is that it? That is the guy from Fargo. That's not he, Matt Damon. He's so creepy. He's really interesting. He really looks like Matt Damon though. Kinda. Yeah. He maybe it's his brother. I'm not sure. And then this lady looks like she's dead. It's very uh <laughs> this was one of those trailers it looks that funny. Just, it came out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, I hadn't uh, heard anything about this movie. No. Uh, I'm excited about it. But see, this is the guy that got kidnapped earlier in the movie, in the trailer. And then that gun is actually real. And then and it actually, shoots Jason Bateman. He's like, blood, he, it's real. <laughs> this is now real. This has really happened. Uh, <laughs> what a weird movie. The bloody dog. This is one another the other scene that's awesome. The dog has blood on it because I think Jason Bateman might be have been bit. He's trying to wash no, the dog. I think dog. he was shot. Oh, he was shot. That's right. And uh, there's blood all over the dog. He's trying to wash the dog. The dog just turns pink. He didn't really wash the dog. Uh, this guy's <laughs> about to get sucked up into this engine. I mean, this movie has it all. It's so weird. Yes, I it is I feel like the trailer's weird. giving away a lot about this movie, though. Kind of. Why do they do that? Because uh, they're trying to hook you on the concept. The thing is, movie trailers do still swerve people. You know, you might Yeah, expect... we were talking about that with The Last uh, Jedi. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of stuff in The Last Jedi that we'll get to here shortly that uh, it leads you to believe one thing in the movie and then it shifts totally. Yeah, well, The Last Jedi was just so full of surprises. Well, a lot of like, I remember at least from seeing the trailer versus seeing the movie is like there was a lot of voiceovers that were in different scenes or scenes that were cut a little differently to show think you make you think something else entirely was happening. Right. Like right. they actually in the trailer, they actually allude to in the trailer that Ray and Ren like talk, and I was like, "That's not actually going to happen." And then they they cleverly put that in. What other trailers do we have before we leave there? Um, what do we got left here on the list? We talked about. Did we talk about Jurassic World? Or was that off off air? That was the one we started with. Actually. Oh, nice. Okay, so we had oh Mortal Engines. Oh yeah, you wanted to talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because I did also like I saw it. Didn't know anything about Awesome said from the mind of Peter Jackson, a new trilogy. And it also you see uh, what looked like a little village that was riding through. It looks like a city version of Mad Max, essentially. It looked like these cities were on wheels and driving it through. It looked some like an of, anime, a live action anime. Also like, like Mad Max style, like yeah, super like, Frank us? Miller apocalyptic. This is a giant vehicle with struck like with houses and a giant on. city on wheels yeah, chasing a like, even smaller giant city on wheels. I'm gonna try to see if it's on here, AP. Yeah, I, I tried looking for it the other day because I wanted to watch it again and I didn't see anything about it. So I think it might have been like first released during. Maybe it's up now since. Oh uh, no. no! It's still it's still not out. Uh. Yeah, I'm curious to see what that movie's going to be about. A lot of people trying to catch yeah. in on the cash in on that. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, it's Peter Jackson's next big project that's not from J.R.R. Tolkien. 
Yes. It kind of reminded me of like Howl's Moving Castle. Did you ever see that movie? No. That's a really great anime. Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Cool. Is yeah. that a... Um... That's my recommendation. Okay. That's a good recommendation. That's a movie recommendation from me. Awesome. We can talk about the animated Spider-Man movie. Awesome oh, looking. Oh, that looked so cool. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah we watched that today. The that one looked really different rad. different style animation I've seen. We saw a lot of... We saw that. We saw the... Uh, Ninja Batman trailer, very different yeah. We had to styles. show AP uh, Batman Ninja or whatever that. Yeah, was. Batman Ninja. That looks one looks awesome. so cool. You and I talked about that on the What It's Like to Lose episode of Journey into Comics. Yeah, we did. We watched one sixty eight, I think. That was a really a really good trailer. I'm so excited to watch it, and I feel like that's how Batman should always look. <laughs> you just want him to be a samurai from now on. Well, I think they did a really great job with the Joker. Like he looks terrifying. Way more terrifying than any other Joker. Yeah. Like I'm, actually I can't wait. properly creepy. Yeah. And I guess there's only two other trailers that we have on this list, and one was Rampage. Oh, that's The Rock's new movie. It's based on the video game. It actually surprisingly looks pretty good, considering it's a video game-based movie The Rock's doing. Hashtag Doom. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hashtag Jumanji. Did you see Doom? No. Yeah, don't. Okay. 2004, I think, 2003. Rock-driven vehicles supposed to be based on the video game Doom. Yeah, it's bad. I digress. Jumanji, it, welcome to the jungle. I did see... I did see a trailer for that in Lafayette actually. You know, I think it's is no. it out now or is it a Christmas Day movie too? I think I don't so. Know. I'm not interested in watching it. Yeah. It's not my Jumanji. The initial no. like the first teaser for it had me interested cuz it was a different version. It's like, "Oh, it's they're bringing they're bringing the more modern kind of because now it's based on an old video game version of Jumanji." Mm, well, but I don't I know. feel like the video game movie reboot thing is already in full sp- swing with the Laura Croft Tomb Raider movie coming out. Yeah. Now Jumanji and I don't know. I think I the mean, Laura Croft movie looks good. I I really like that actress that's in it. She was in that movie Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. And uh I keep wanting Nate to watch that movie. That's um, a recommendation. That's another recommendation. Maybe we can do that tonight. Okay. We got Yeah. Th- yeah. That's the thing. It's kind of a downer of a movie, but and the last one on our list is the post, which is that uh oh, oh yeah, yes. the, yeah, the uh, Watergate also a one. Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, you gotta love Tom Hanks. He's getting him in there while he can. I mean, he's got his catalog is getting deep. I feel like he, they're not all this. He does like his historical dramas, though. Maybe we can highlight him as a director in a future episode. Definitely, but yeah, it's a uh, it's and based about the one of the. Um, the editor and the owner of the Washington Post during the Watergate scandal and them trying to really like get documents out there and having and the government the trying government to trying to down. bar the media from putting the truth out there, which also is kind of allegorical to what world we're in today. I was just gonna say yeah, it definitely mirrors that uh, very topical thing, but it looks like it's gonna be a great, well done movie. Oh, and Bob Odenkirk's in this movie, right? Yeah. I love Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul and. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. I guess we should probably get into the the big movie that we all saw recently. Yeah, so we watched all of these trailers uh, at the theater uh, before we went and saw the new Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. Thoughts before we start? My thoughts can actually be mostly heard on the Journey into Comics episode. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on The Last Jedi. Okay. Uh, to me, this movie, just in a short summary... Uh, solid 9.75 I would personally put it as the best Star Wars movie ever made I think just in my humble opinion that while Empire was the the gold standard that standard got knocked down a peg with crafty storytelling 
brilliant twists that you don't see coming, turns that were unexpected, and a whole entire just tugging at my heartstrings with characters I know and love, as well as making me care more for these new characters. So I feel like we should preface by saying spoiler alert now. Yeah, let's I say... I don't think we've spoiled anything yet. But that's still, why I'm saying yeah, it right now. now. Yeah, from here on in, folks, we're probably going to If you haven't talk, seen The Last Jedi... I don't know who you are that is existing that right. hasn't seen it, Someone's but okay. Seen it Based off time. of their box office receipts yeah, alone, yeah. what was the stat? Oh, oh, okay, so... uh when Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out in 2014, I'm pretty sure, August of 2014, it did $95 million and was considered a failure by Sony. Wow. Okay? A $95 million weekend. Over the course of three days, it made $95 million. However, The Last Jedi on Friday made $104 million U.S. dollars. Yeah, just in one day. In one day. That's a lot. Whoa. I've seen it twice in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I plan on seeing it maybe two more times in theaters. <laughs> I know my dad wants to see it at some point, and then we had talked about seeing it in 3D IMAX. Mm-hmm. We were robbed of our 3D experience. Yeah, what the hell, AMC? That was bogus. We, go to, we got the for you? No, that wasn't the problem. We got there. We had already got our tickets, you know. We get up there and they give us this little voucher for a free popcorn or a free drink because their projectors weren't working for the 3D. Oh, that's And we had paid for 3D tickets, you know. So they compensated us by giving us a, a popcorn or a pop. Which is... Which not, I guess worked out fine. I didn't have to. I don't have contacts. So I didn't have to worry about looking like a dork wearing two pairs of glasses. <laughs> but yeah, that kind of blew. Uh, I really. I think one thing I really enjoyed about the movie was that I was sitting next to a very young kid who was probably his first Star Wars movie he's ever seen in theaters. So it was nice oh, to hear their oh, reaction cool. to parts of the movie, and like the the dad like would sometimes interject a couple things to his kid. Cause I think I'm guessing that they've watched all the movies cause he was making some good, like add some good questions and knew the characters. And yeah. Stuff. At least from, at least maybe he's just seen force awakens, but he knew enough about the backstory. So it was kind of nice to see being next to a kid who's experiencing star Wars and on a theater screen for the first time. Yeah. Well, star Wars has been like the, the thing, like it's like December is becoming like a holiday, like star Wars holiday, you know? Yeah. We had uh force. So it, it's weird though, because Han Solo, the Han Solo story breaks that trend. Also, there will be no December be Star Wars May. next year. Mm. Yeah, we'll have a Star what, Wars off. Was it slated for, was it ever slated for December? No, no, it was, uh, 9 was going to be next May. Or not this coming, the two Mays from now, May 2019. Yes. But because of the director's shuffle, it's moved to its December date. Correct. Okay. Mm. All works out in the end. And I think that didn't Rogue One get shuffled back to December and it was on mm-hmm. in like September or something? Yeah, it was like some late summer, early fall date. Yeah. So, and it worked out. I love Star Wars and the holidays. It well, just yeah, kind of goes Star Wars hand. is life, right? Uh, the, the, have you guys ever seen the Star Wars special, the animated? You guys are looking Which at me one? completely confused. So, uh, in 1981. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me remath that. It would have been 1978. They did a Star Wars Christmas special cartoon. And that featured a segment called Droids, Mm -hmm. which featured R2 and 3PO and a new character known as Boba Fett. 
Mm-hmm. It was his first appearance in the Star Wars universe. Before from this cartoon. From the cartoon. He looks different than he does in uh, the movie. Uh, it was his debut. George Lucas was not thrilled with how the response to it was because it was kind of hokey. So they uh, they'd made some changes, and George Lucas has tried to kill the Star Wars special and make it not exist. Barrier. It exists in various places on the internet. You can find it. But uh, Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, it's very interesting to watch. It's it's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, very interesting. But I guess uh Veronica, what was your favorite uh moment in Star Wars for you seeing Last Jedi? Mm. Oh, there's probably a lot to choose from. Yeah, there is a lot to choose from. Honestly, I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it was super solid. It was really reminiscent of Empire to me you but know. pick a scene pick a scene tell us your favorite scene <sighs> you have to i liked when uh as much as i didn't like laura dern in the movie i liked the scene where she crashed into uh the big ship and everything got super silent like that was like super anime to me that was so creative the light speed yeah yeah she jumped into light speed to crash into their ship and blow them to smithereens Made sense. Yeah. I mean... Laura Dern was a new character to the Star Wars universe. General Holden? Holda? Holda. I don't remember. Apparently she's... They introduced her in the Leia book. I guess her and Leia have been friends for a long time in continuity. You can just tell that she was just really excited to be working on a Star Wars movie. I gotta gotta like Laura Dern. Yeah, I love Laura Dern. that That was probably... One of the most memorable scenes for me. One thing that surprised, I guess before I get into my scene, one thing that really surprised me about this is I feel like this trilogy, by the time it's over, it's going to only have spanned not very long compared to the other, like all the other movies, there's been a couple years between. This one picked up right within the stuff and was like a day and a half, maybe. Yeah. So like, I don't know if we're going to, if like by the time nine is over, if we're going to only have like a couple months in continuity. It might be, they may be. We'll have a year of time or something go off. I'm not sure what that is. What is that noise? Did you Just hear the it? door? Oh, that was weird. But I, um, I think my favorite scene, which is what I actually told Nate when I uh, early this morning when I was here, was that because they uh, on JIC, which you'll have heard a couple of days ago, they did their review with everyone, and there's a scene that I love that they didn't talk about, and it was when Luke gets on the Millennium Falcon for the first time in many many years yeah and he runs into r2 yeah and, and yeah. he has the interaction with him and then he's and he talking takes about the cheap shot and plays the lay of video. right that's that was like and it was the same footage they had like probably they brightened dope. up the color a little bit there was so much nostalgia in this movie which i really appreciated this, the whole this whole new the r2 and luke reunion you know the new trilogy of films is really pulled at the nostalgia and the heartstrings of fans who've watched these movies since right, they Right, they're kids. giving the fans what they want. And also making this the most divisive Star Wars. It's the worst rated on Rotten Tomatoes. I, the audience, yeah, not the critics, but the audience. Audience rated. Why do you think that people are giving this movie shit? I know why. Because I feel like the old school fanboys who feel like Empire is the end-all be-all of movies are are just on this like quest to prove a point and they're letting and, and of course what are we in the day and age of internet everybody has a voice so they go on and they write bad review and they create another email and they write another bad review people claim plot holes in this movie i dare someone to come to me and tell me a plot hole in this movie that i can't t- explain how it is not a plot hole cuz everything made sense everything was pieced together nicely one thing they one thing i would say they did 
they ended a lot of the questions that the that force awakens put out like a lot of stuff that was set up for resolution and they some of them they got rid of in an interesting way i don't think it was bad but i think some people wanted there to be more to some of these like like Ray's what about Ray's parents it's a lie you think it's a lie and i do characters that they thought were going to be bigger and getting eliminated quickly i think people i think some people were upset because they thought the theories they made up in their head was not what they saw and they didn't like that See, Some people thought they could write better than the writers for the movie. I didn't have any, personally, I didn't have any expectation for what this movie was going to be. I went in blind. I didn't really read anything beforehand, like any spoilers or any like anything like that. I just wanted to just have a fresh mind going in and just have a Star Wars experience, you know, not knowing what yeah. to expect. I fell into a Twitter hole on the hashtag The Last Jedi after I saw the movie. Sure, mm-hmm. let's talk about and it. I think the weirdest one was people hated the amount of humor in this movie. Why? I appreciated the humor. The like, humor was well. It just was. And it, some people, it, it's not Star Wars though, because Star Wars isn't typically funny. Right. But you had to have comic levity in such a legitimately heavy movie. And yeah, there was I agree. A number of people were upset that Luke Skywalker called it a laser sword at one point. But that's a poke at the fans. Yeah. It's it's tongue in cheek. It's making fun. The you the know the myth of Luke Skywalker. No one hates Star Wars as much as Star Wars fans. Right. Like, it's the same people who critiqued the prequel so much. Exactly. And these keyboard warriors, it's bothersome because, honestly, this movie to me is amazing. It was right. well scripted, well thought out. I liked it much better than Rogue One. Man, was that ever fucking sad. Very sad, but it's, I mean, that's a very necessary movie. I'm happy that they told that it story. It's a great movie. Uh, but, God, is it depressing. Get mm. it away from me. Bummer movie. I don't, I actually, I think I said this to you on, uh, after I saw the movie, I said... I think at the time I said I think there should be ten to twenty percent less humor, and I think thinking back, I think I was I think I was kind of mistaken. I think I was just I fell into that Twitter hole and I started questioning my own reactions to the movie. So I think I'm gonna get a lot of that resolved when I see it again, because I realized the only there was only one joke I think went on like a minute too long was the okay I'll hold. That one went just a hair too long for me. Oh yeah, I the agree. very beginning like when With he was the, he did it like three times. I was like. Twice would have been plenty. I yeah, think. I, the third one was a little bit okay, hokey, I get but it, it worked out because it was him stalling, and then right. it makes sense. So I'm going to read this from the JIC uh, thing here. You said, uh, I, th- I don't, you, you jokingly said you don't think any Star Wars movie will be better than Phantom Menace. <laughs> uh, Nick Maxson over at Bruise with Dudes says, fucking decent. <laughs> I love that as a response. Now, I'm going to read, I, you know, I am looking here where the hell is it i'm trying to find my response to because i only put like three words where the hell is it why is it not here oh 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 spoiler free incredible unexpected new that was what i i would agree with that 100 uh it Mm -hmm. was it it left nothing but a good taste in my mouth and i said this to you before leaving you with more questions than answers it was and people I also think some people were upset that they... I think some people wanted it to be an Empire rehash like Force Awakens was compared to Awakens, but it went no... Or compared to A New Hope, but it went its own way. It went, it had its own progression. It didn't feel... It's more like Return of the Jedi. It really... It took what was good... Think about it. Think about it. Return of the Jedi. What Maybe does Vader do? Maybe it's an amalgamation do? of both. What does Vader do? Mm. He kills the Emperor. Yeah, that is... Oh, man, wasn't that a satisfying scene? The Snoke oh, scene? Oh, fuck. I said Snoke it on JIC. Snuffed. Everything in the Red Room was the best parts of the movie. 
I would agree. Ray and Ren going back to back, my fucking heart jumped. I was like, was I cannot moment. believe I'm seeing this. Also, yes, I just, Ben Solo. I also liked how much he was showing how his strength, how much he was toying with, uh, with Ray when she was in there, like with the lightsaber, with just throwing her around the room like she was nothing, forcing mm-hmm. her to watch as the ships were being blown up. Yeah, he just. Man, the carnage is real in Star Wars. The amount oh, yeah. of stuff that wasn't blood that looked like blood in this movie. Luke getting shot at. That just first bl- shot looked like he got exploded into. <laughs> Could you a f- imagine if they just said that was it? If that was just he just got exploded <laughs> and by then him. he's dead. It kind of would have been great, honestly. I would have been like, oh. Fuck, but then I we guess. wouldn't have gotten there that was a red lot of reunion stuff I with the Might Yoda. have been deaths that. Oh, I think. Sorry, before I get there, when they threw the one uh, perennial perennial guard. The, the guard, the red guard. The red guard. Oh, one of the red guards. When he just throws them into the thing, they just get shredded, and it's just red chunks of stuff. I'm like, yes. I hope that's armor. <laughs> well, yeah, it's all armor. <laughs> it's ta- it's it's just brilliantly done. It, it's no wonder that Ryan and, Johnson got offered his own trilogy. And the know? salt planet harkened back to Empire with Hoth. its snow-ish. And the trenches. And the trenches. You know, uh, the AT-ATs. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, of there was a lot of nostalgia in this I movie. I also love that. I think one of the early liked was the Ren Hux power struggle. Yeah, that was. It was almost like brothers fighting for their father's approval. Was a lot of that movie in Thor the beginning. Thor and Loki fighting for the throne. That yeah, very very similar. You know, and and of course, Hux has the mind to run the, the mil- army, the- and Ren has the power to make Hux his bitch. Goes, so why do you think you're in charge? It's just like no pushes yeah. him into the thing, like, and then the other captain, the other guy on the ship's like, "Yes, captain," you know, just drops him down. They called him supreme leader by the or end yes, of the... supreme leader. Yeah, that's right. It's not a fan of supreme title. leader. It's just, it just seems like a, too much title. Supreme leader Ren. Yeah, it's, it's and also dope. One of the, there, there was no Knights of Ren in this movie. Well, I think they're going to be resolved probably in the next one. I'm really curious to see how J.J. Abrams picks up what because it was J.J. Abrams' movie, and then Ryan Johnson did a Ryan Johnson progression and then J. James, i don't know if jj he said he's gonna basically you play the cards where they lay he didn't have as much control in what i think eight was gonna be well i tell you he uh at, like th- this week happened you know fox disney merger the the uh the, the last jedi came out last jedi came out and the day it came out abrams turned the script in for nine his first draft he's really? that excited about it he's like i've got this plan let's do exactly this so Disney knows the 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 preliminary plan for Episode Nine, and Abrams was nothing but impressed in what Ryan Johnson did. So right, so no, he said like there was. I think he said like originally that there was things in the script that he wouldn't have done, but he's letting Ryan. You let Ryan Johnson do his his thing. Exactly. Which is we got You can't if you tie up your director, you're not going to get a good movie. So I don't know if this is true or not because internet, you right. read shit. I read, internet, you read shit. I just want to preface that again. The deal with Porgs. Do you know what that's about? The marketing decision? No, it has nothing to do with marketing. I mean, it's a little to do with marketing, but really there are birds that are kind of similar to that that are actually on that island that their rights are protected. And their rights are so protected that they couldn't, like, CGI them out of this thing. So it they just covered be them? too much work. So instead of covering them... So there are birds that are flying around the island that look kind of like porgs. Those so, are actually birds. But they just put so they put porgs in to explain that away. Correct. So you didn't have like what? What are these random? So like the bird birds creatures. like on the cliffside stuff they showed in like 
distant shots, but all the close-ups of the CGI Correct. that they created. Exactly. They I cute. loved the Chewbacca They're scene. like the new Ewoks. With the saddest eyes ever. which is like... like, and, the, like and the snaggle tooth. Yeah. He's got the one snaggly tooth. Uh... What you you said the R two scene was your favorite? Yeah, that I just anything that references what came like that the Yoda scene, all everything that brought me back to the original trilogy, just it kind of warmed my heart, and I was like, yes. I just love that this movie's message is learning to succeed through your failures. Right. Everybody fails. Mm-hmm. Well, Everyone fails. I also like the thing. A lot of the lines came up were, um, "This will not turn out the way you think." Everything you just said is wrong. Twice. He says that twice. Yes. And then I think, what was the other thing? Um, I loved his final words. Oh, yeah. I talked about that on JIC, the beautiful Easter egg of Luke's last words. See you around, kid. See you around, kid. Very Han Solo. Said it to the offspring. Yep, of Han Solo. I I don't know if this was, if I heard this on a different show I was listening to, or if you guys said on JIC, about... How that since Luke had closed him off from the Force, he didn't know about Han. It was Brando. Yeah, he talked about that. How, you know, since Luke was closed off from the Force, he could not feel Han's death. So he was genuinely surprised. And he wasn't tapping into the Force at that time because he had closed himself off yeah. from it. So Ray showing up wasn't just like, oh, now I'm in the Force. Like, he was even closing her off. Mm-hmm. So, And there's one thing that you said back in the towards the beginning that it was a lie. So you think Kylo was lying to her about what her parentage is that she wasn't lying to herself that she knew that she came from nothing was trying to make herself bigger in the story than she was i feel like her importance is gonna hinge on the fact that she does not have parents and that she is the reincarnated anakin i think it's a very sensible play the lightsaber calling to her doesn't make sense why would a skywalker saber call to this random girl when it's only been in Skywalker's possession, other than the time Obi-Wan and Maz had it. That is that is true. And the only people that have been called to it are Skywalkers. So, hmm, I'm not sure so what like goes... So, she, she came into existence, and then those people took her in, and so she didn't think she had other parentage beyond these scrap people who found her were just looking for a quick buck. Exactly. It, it's, it's the misdirect, because just explaining simply... Your parents were nobodies. They sold you for drinking money. The end. Well, it's like, like a lot of the big cliffhangers people were worried about was like what Luke was going to do with the lightsaber, which he did. Hilarious. <laughs> Chuck. Like people were waiting like, what's he going to do? Is he going to be like, turn it on and be like, yes. But no, he just. Slices <laughs> Ray in half. <laughs> Movie I remember, over. I remember, I, remember one no. of the, I remember one of the things I heard uh, from one of the shows I was listening to that people thought. Ray was gonna be the one to kill Luke in the end of this movie. I was like, I don't see that at all. But that would be intense. Like they thought it was gonna be a double turn that uh, Kylo was gonna turn to the light and Ray was gonna turn to the dark. And then I the... didn't think that was gonna happen. I was like, that seems a little much. See, yeah. this these previous movies have all hinged on a light character dealing with the pull of the dark. Luke pull of the dark. Anakin the pull opposite. of the dark. This is the opposite exactly. So does it make sense that maybe Ren is a hero by the time this is done? He could, but I don't think it's going to undo. He's kind of a fucking no, cool badass. I don't badass think he's going to be book, a hero. Though. But you know what? He also uh, he says something that I feel like Ryan Johnson is directly speaking through. You know, like when Kylo's saying, "Just like get rid of it, the old, the That's Jedi, the Sith, out with the old and with the new." Exactly. Just like get rid of it, burn it to the ground fresh. if you have to, bury the past or whatever. Yes. 
that was kind of cool. And then join me. Yeah, it was oh. an interesting moment watching them like in that conflict in her, right. and then not even like, like no fuck you, dude. So yeah. there's another Easter egg I forgot to bring up on JIC. I want to talk about here. Glad I saved it. So first time we go into Luke's hut, did you notice it? There's a necklace hanging, and the necklace has a red shard. It's part of Vader's kyber crystal from his saber. Really, I didn't see that at all. I'm gonna have to watch. Second look for watch that tonight. through. Yeah, you'll see it. It's just like a. It's like a little red. It's like you'll see. You'll know it's a kyber crystal. Well, it's because also we saw the necklace in Rogue One, so we kind of know what it kind of looks like. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, very great. One thing I want to get your guys' opinion on because I heard it and I, I really disagree with it, and I didn't see it at all in my first watching sure. through. Is how many people are, um shipping this Raylo story like either they're friends or there's romantic interest between ray and kylo ren i mean ba- like when so we saw those forced or not the, the force of it like uh those intimate the force connection yeah and i think people think that there's they're gonna end up together in the end and i i don't no, see it i, I never thought so. about it at all i don't see them together i can see people wanting that but i do feel like they have put okay. in intentional sexual tension there because it's kind of a thing like, well, like a shirtless scene in that movie at one point i was like that's a little unusual this is the most of a fucking sith lord we've ever seen usually they're pretty fucking cloaked if I you think he's just, like, just trying he's to like, like a develop really a high, friendship but, or like a really a high connection. pants and just like mm-hmm. just see maybe he's ripped i don't know i don't see any abs in this part. Like, what were you saying about a connection i was just saying that i think that like they're just trying to build some kind of connection between the two so when they finally do have to battle to the end it'll be like even more meaningful powerful. yeah, yeah. Should we talk i don't about think they're what, gonna have a relationship um, what one of the actresses has said at the at this that uh days really said that she's done after nine that she's not going to do another star wars movie do you think that's a misdirect or do you think she's out Who? D- she played ray daisy oh. Rizzle, daisy ridley i didn't hear anything about yeah, she's, that i don't she, know in interview saying that like she's contracted through nine and that's she says she's done after that well yeah and then you wait 30 years and do a comeback look at everybody do, else now do, you think there, do you think there'll be episodes 10 11 12 or they're just gonna do like more in the story that are separate from the like Skywalker. Star Wars story. Do you think Skywalker saga is going to end at nine, and there'll be other sagas starting? Or- I do. Well, with with Kylo Ren, he's like the last Skywalker, right? Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. With because Leia will inevitably have to die. I'm, I'm really yeah, there'll disappointed be, there'll that be no I have other Skywalker that. blood except so, for, so he would in theory if but he, if he dies in nine, that's the end of the Skywalker. But if Ray is the force spirit of Anakin technically the I still think that's person. a really dumb theory that we read somewhere online if, I wouldn't I, like I wouldn't that hate theory, it though. if it happened but I think a lot of you would get a lot of divisive if that was the if that if that was true well I mean, it, would, it would be just as well, divisive yeah because it's a really up. weird concept right and I think some people would have a time process I think it would be interesting to see it takes it goes full circle by the end of nine that Anakin went light, dark, light, dead, rebirth, light, questioning. We'll kind of see how that whole circle ends. And maybe Ray goes to the dark side for a, for half of nine, and then gets brought. I don't know. Maybe Ray will go to the dark in only one way, and that's striking down Kylo. Like she will kill him, ultimately. And that's like the one thing Luke couldn't do to Vader. Yeah, I'm also really curious to see because I know I saw this when we they 
when there's that crazy scene of them breaking the Luke's lightsaber, the Anakin's lightsaber, into the two pieces that if she's going to blend it into her staff. Because that would be... I know, I think Brandon, someone said it, but I think it would be epic to see... Because she's so good at that staff, and we've never seen a... Bl- like, I don't know if it would be double-sided, but I think it would be, like, maybe a band of light in the front of the... saber staff? Yeah. Amazing. Like, she just... Bam, bam, bam. Just, like... That would be... Well, awesome. and those Praetorian guards or whatever, they had, like, lightsaber technology on the, at the end the, of their like blades. The, whip, the blade that, like, could bend and... Conf- like, no one got really in... None of them got... Like, like Ray got burned. She's got a scar here permanently that's a weird shape. It's like two flames coming together. Yeah. On her arm. Yeah, I noticed it. Because they definitely quickly developed that it's, like, sin- like, it's like seared into her permanently really mm-hmm. fast. It sets. I'm... I'm excited for you to see it a second time and then message me and be like, oh my god, you're right. The second time made it so much better. If you were to give this movie out of ten pizza sli- out of five pizza slices, we do five slices here on the show. I don't know, that's weird, but that's what we do. What would you guys give this out of five pizza slices? Um I would I'd go hmm. I'd give it a four with some pepperoni. I was okay. I was gonna say like four pizza slices and like one with like a good sized bite taken out of it. So it's little, not quite four and a half, but there's a good, there's still, a, it's still the wide part of the pizza. So it's got a lot of meat on it's it. It's like 67% of the pizza. Yeah. 4.67% pizza. Uh, if we're going out of five pizza slices, it gets five pizza slices for me. What kind of pizza slices you ask? The kind <laughs> where you get a veggie lover on top of a meat lover because everything's extra. And there's so much of it, and it just makes you feel so full and warm and bubbly and happy, and it just it's just comfort. The movie is sad and satisfying so and comforting, <laughs> and it gives you a little bit of everything. It's a roller coaster. It's an emotional pulling at your heartstrings. They have so many great character-building moments. Finn is becoming a quickly one of my favorite characters in the Star Wars universe. What did you feel about his friendship with Rose? I love it. Do you think there's more to that friendship? I think for her, she wants there to be. I think that that's going to create a tension between her and Ray, which makes sense. I don't think Finn that that's is going to feel. Feel if that was if that was jealousy or no. acceptance. I think, I think that it was like, Ray like and happy. Finn are going to be like they're like companion friends. You know, they're I like I don't. I feel they're like they're trying just to think about romance, but I don't think anyone's really in the romance mindset for this movie. No, and I appreciate that. There doesn't need to be a well. I think like when we watch Seven. The whole thing about stop taking my hand. Like, she's a very, she's a strong, independent woman who doesn't yeah, need a man. To, she don't need no man. But I guess you've already talked about it on JIC, but Veronica, where would you rank last Jedi in the full span of Ooh, Star Wars yeah. films? List your Star Wars films, worst to best. Okay. Worst to best. Phantom Menace. No. I'm not going to say Think that. about this. Okay. God damn it. I feel like I'm everyone's prequels are probably in the same order. Okay. I'm going to say Sith. Okay. Phantom Menace. Okay. Clones. Wow. Clones is the least worst of the three? No. Damn. I, I say it's... Phantom Menace is the, we- the least worst of so the three. So you want to do Clones first as the worst. Worst movie first. Yeah, Attack okay. Attack of the Clones. I'm going to say Attack of the Clones and then the Sith and then um, Menace. Uh-huh. And uh, then I'm going to say Rogue One. Okay. And um, don't forget The Force Awakens. I did that. I'm not there yet. Okay. 
I'm going to say Jedi. Okay. Which one? Revenge. Okay. Of the. You mean Return of? Return of the. You did it Sorry, too. I did Sorry, it too. You did that breakfast. earlier and I got a little confused. Um, okay. And then probably The Force Awakens and so New like Hope, Empire, and Return or Last Jedi. I love The Last Jedi's top for you as well. And yeah. I think... I think I flip flopped a little bit. I feel like New Hope was further down for me, and maybe, I love New Hope. And maybe Return of the Jedi was higher. I'd have to listen back to the JIC episode because I did it on the spot too. So oh, okay. Don't feel bad. What about you, AP? I have to do mine in best to worst. That's just how I can process it the right okay, way. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. So mine is. And you just watched this all in machete order, right? For yeah. The first time. So that was the first time going through a machete order. Was just. It was, and I did. I know you said you could skip Phantom Menace. I had to watch it again just because there was I stuff too. I, I mm-hmm. don't, I didn't remember the majority of Phantom Menace. So I you knew. watched one, two, three, and and Machete. Yeah. So Same. I did. So I did four, five, one, two, or well, I did uh, uh, Rogue One, four, five, one, two, three, six, yeah, six, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and I think, I guess my order would be. This is probably a little different. Was mine's uh, Empire, Return of the Jedi, Last Jedi, uh, New Hope, Rogue One, um, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I think that's. I just cool. the two Jedi's are kind of on the same level for me, and I I think after I think my order might flip after I see. Uh, see the second time. I feel like I want to rewatch all the Star Wars movies because I didn't get to before we watched this new one, and it's then I can like really give you my my informed opinion. Like I started watching. We'll come back to that. I started okay. watching A New Hope. I think on Wednesday, and it was just it consumed the rest of my week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just kind of like had it on while I was doing other things. So I mean, Star Wars is Star Wars is Star Wars. I've seen them all so many times. When you just recently watched them, did you watch them in chronological order or in machete order? I also watched in machete order. Do you want to explain what machete order is so people know? Yeah, what the fuck exactly. We're talking about? So this is the decision of the argument through fans. What is the best way to watch the Star Wars films? So you could watch them how they were released, which would be by release date four, five, six, one, two, three. Uh, Force Awakens, Rogue One, Rogue One and then Jedi. Last Jedi. So that's cool and well. Okay, whatever. You get the story as it was released. But there's always a better way to do things. You could do it chronologically. One, two, three, Rogue One, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? Which I would maybe be interested in trying that at some point as well. But Machete Order takes the concept of preserving a very important secret in the universe of Star Wars. Spoiler alert. Vader is Luke's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, it, that really? it tries to preserve no. that um, no. that that's a very important twist in Empire. Learning that Luke is Vader's dad. Yeah, so, that was great. So, how do you preserve that? Well, you don't let the audience know that information until that moment, and then go back and fill them in on backstory. So, you watch Rogue One, which is your story right before four. You watch A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back. Leave that. As I said to you, you can choose to watch The Phantom Menace, or you don't have to because most of the information you need from The Phantom Menace 
is in the opening crawl to Attack of the Clones, which arguably the worst movie, but it's the most ne- necessary to do the Machete Order because it's going to fill very importantly in the backstory of Anakin Skywalker. You do two movies of flashbacks where you watch Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. You jump forward to Return of the Jedi where Luke's story at this point and Vader's story at this point culminate and end at the same time. Seven starts a new chapter. And it's beautifully done, and it's a really cool way to watch them. It's a lot of fun, too. Uh, the nice thing, like I was saying, though, with uh, watching Star Wars is you can just put it on the background. I've seen them so many times. It's not like I'm sitting right. down just doing nothing watching Star Wars. I was like, And almost well, everybody's really seen Star Wars, and so it's always something topical that you can talk about. Yes, absolutely. Would you recommend Machete Order to someone who's never seen any Star Wars movies before? That would be the best way. In my humble opinion, like genuinely, I think that would be the way I would introduce would a new fan. Would you have them throw one in, or would you just leave one? out of the equation you know i would show them one i think it's very important to see that and go yeah Look, i wouldn't leave I it out like even though it's not great be served better as a standalone not tied to the machete order like you see one at some point but you don't need to watch it man how would you do that i, I don't know well, i want like, it chronological happens, i don't know how it's gonna affect machete order too you know what you could almost do oh i'm gonna evolve machete order and timey-wimey this shit what if you watched phantom first as your like prologue right because yeah, it's the first story then you jump to rogue one see all these yeah. things you have no idea this kid is going to be a badass you flash back to this other kid time you don't really think that there's not because a short there's 10 years of time. Is it 10 years between like eight or eight or correct ten. that's actually an idea there it is you did it Nate. we're gonna update machete order and make it even just cooler. Did it. machete order fuck yeah we're machete gonna... order part two part redo <laughs> redo redo uh yeah okay so this the star wars i'm just i'm so happy yeah it was great this movie did it all the scenes were fantastic across the board everything just had great purpose and it kept the engine moving long ass movie i could have watched another 20 minutes i could have watched the resolve of what the resistance said the original cut was over three so there's going to be some deleted scenes that we're going to get in the lots he said lots of deleted i would love to see a director's cut of star wars Ryan Johnson might be the first to also get his director's cut out. Also would love to see the end of nine, since there's the merger, getting the original theatrical cuts of all nine movies would be... In one box set? In one box oh, set. Oh, oh. I would pay all the money for that. Yes, me too, also. Because uh, watching those... Like, I have, in, like, I have the, the new Blu-ray set with like Vader on it. It's right over there. You can like, see it, yeah. And just all the stuff that was added to f- four, five, and six, you're like, did that... I. That, that's another thing to talk about. He watched the... Um, Blu-ray released official Lucasfilm through Disney release of Star Wars, which had the special effects added in. All the terrible CGI, the yeah. do-backs, the crappy-looking Jabba, the sequence the, in the Jedi. Di- like the one walking right through the frame, and you're like, oh, can it's you unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there was some unnecessary scenes in The Last Jedi as well. I watched the despecialized versions of Star Wars and... In a New Hope and, and uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. The despecialized version, some dude, Harmy is his name, went through and found all versions of Star Wars and pieced together as close as possible the original theatrical cuts of those movies. No CGI, no BS, because they don't actually exist. Are they, I mean, are he they was taking, seamless? They are seamless. You wouldn't even know. And he overlays multiple things. It's so seamless. Here's the cool thing. 
seeing the seeing the modern versions, every time the Star Wars thing comes on, you get the real fancy glittery Lucasfilms thing. The old school just said in real plain green text, Lucasfilm or Lucasfilm Limited Productions or whatever. Didn't that, didn't that start always in green, but like all the New York they kind of like they glittered them to gold or silver yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. The despecialized the despecialized editions, not Revenge of the Yawns. Oh no. Oh no! It's, it's only one yawn, Sorry. and it's early enough to not be Revenge of the Yawns. Well, it's Star Wars. Downside after of all. brunch. It downside. is. It's the downside to brunch. It's heavy on the belly. It makes it's you want to relax. Time. It, it's it might Sunday. be. I might want another Sunday's mimosa though. Maybe we'll rock a mimosa. Um, you also brought stuff for screwdrivers. Mm, yeah, we stuff. didn't That's get to those. Thing. Bro, I feel like we're intruding on your time here. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm cool with wrapping this. Up. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> it has been an episode of Foodies Watching Movies, as always, folks. Check us out on all the different social media sites. Foodies watching movies on everything except for Twitter, which is at Film Foodies. Because you can't have a long-ass name on Twitter. I hate that. And tell us what you think about the new Star Wars. Yes, We'd use the hashtag The Last Jedi as well. Uh, that's cool. Also, V, you brought a cool idea to the fold that I want to talk about. Hashtag Foodies watching movies on Instagram in your food pictures. We yeah, we want to see, see what you're eating. Yeah. If it looks good, we'll feature it on yeah. our Insta. And if it's really good, we'll ask for the recipe so we can make it ourselves. Yeah, no yes, shit. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's Send a very food. well said, AP. I love that. Um, as always, folks, check the Journey into Comics Network out on all of the different podcasting apps, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio. We are now on Spotify. That's a yeah. great thing to say. Uh, you know, give us a five-star review on iTunes. We really, really genuinely appreciate it. Also... Go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics. We said it earlier. Dollar gives you early access to every episode. Three dollars gives you that exclusive sweet content. Only your ears are going to be listening to it. No one else's. You're going to be able to go to work and tell them that you listen to something that no one else gets to listen to. And that's the best. I think that's going to do it for this week of Revenge of the Last Jedi's Brunch. I have been. <laughs> I think that the, the bacon sludge. Also, that too. Yeah. Um, but for this episode of Foodies Watching Movies, as always, I'm Nate. I'm Veronica. I'm Andrew. And uh, we hope you guys eat fantastic. Have a great Christmas, and we'll see you guys in the new year later. <laughs>